What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. That's H-A-W-G sports.com. Today, we'll talk Razorback football, basketball, baseball, as always. We're going to dive into a little bit of uniform discussion. I had a big article earlier this week about Arkansas's uniforms of the past, and we're expecting them to unveil some new ones probably within a month or so. Danny West is going to join us to talk Razorback recruiting. Pete Rullier will join us to talk a little bit about Razorback baseball and more. All that and more on Hogsports Live. Okay, everybody, before we get started here, I want to go ahead and remind you to throw us thumbs up if you like the content that we produce, uh, hit the notification bell, anything you can do to help us uh, increase our activity online, grassroots, telling your friends, all that stuff helps us. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, throw us five stars and give us a review. We're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, as I mentioned, Apple Podcasts, Facebook Live, YouTube. Throw us that thumbs up, like, share, follow, comment. I also want to go ahead and encourage you to get some questions in for us, and we'll answer your questions also. And we're going to jump into the uniform discussion first, but I also want you to go ahead and get some stuff for Danny West and for Pete Roulier if you have that. So just diving right into it first um, with Arkansas' uh, uniforms. Based on 2012 and 2018, when Arkansas released uniforms last, aside from last year when they, uh, or excuse me, aside from 2014 when they had the whole gigging deal with Nike and they redid the font and all that stuff because that was released in April. But we're expecting sometime between June 10th, July 13th is when I would say, just based on that, that Arkansas would come out with the new uniforms. Or it's always possible that they would um, wait and try to do a night before the game. You know, they do release uniforms during the season, um, you know, the day before the game. So let's just break into it real quick. For those listening on podcasts, I'll try to be descriptive as possible here. Uh, But back in, um, I guess, July of last year, Arkansas came out with new uniforms, and this is this is the look right here. All right, so what they did is they removed the double tusk on the front. And before I get into this, I want to say there are so many different opinions on uniforms. So many people out there will say, why do we care about the uniforms? It doesn't really matter. Um, it, it should matter what the players think. And, yes, I think there are all those things. There's a great there's a great quote, and I can't remember who said it, but it's about golf. And it's, if you look down at your driver – and you don't like the way it looks, you're never going to hit it well. And I think the same can be said for uniforms and stuff like that. And don't act like you didn't strut around when you're in seventh grade in your in your first football uniforms and your pads for about an hour around your house. So, um, yes, it's important if the recruits like it. I think there's an aspect of fans who care about what it looks like from a historical standpoint. And, um, you know, there are some that just want it to be fresh. I'm of the opinion that, you know, you want something that's – matches the history of Arkansas athletics and everybody has their own idea of what that uniform is uh, with a modern spin. So let's let's jump right into it here. Uh, this is the 2018 look. Um, Razorbacks across the chairs. Of course, this was introduced in 2014 as the, the gigging project with Nike. Arkansas got its own font with Razorbacks across the chest. Um, and Arkansas on the way jerseys. And they had two two tusks uh, coming up the shoulders. They actually removed this in 2018, and they just left the one tusk. They also had uh, this, hook, this tusk thing down the side of the leg. And I don't understand why Arkansas has embraced the tusk thing. I mean, like, really the snout to me, if, like, if you're going to embrace a part of the hog, the snout, the tusk, I mean, you know, you've got that thing where people are doing the tuskum thing. I just – I think this is so lame looking. 
I mean, does anybody think this looks cool? Nobody thinks that looks cool. So you've got this idea, and I, I think it started back around 2008, 2009, I think. Bobby Petrino's first year where they had the Tusk thing coming up the side of the jerseys, and everybody's like, you know, I just I just don't get it. Why, why, why the, what was the, what the deal with the influx of the Tusk? So uh, anyway, they got rid of one of those up on the shoulders. They still have it on the leg. And – uh, the pearl helmets came back and they used to have the satin finish kind of a matte but it was more of a satin finish and now it's the pearl helmet uh, that they brought back for this last year and I think they'll keep that probably uh, going forward so let's jump way back in time here and I kind of want to go over the SEC era so this is this is what Arkansas came into the SEC with it's a standard jersey with you know just the numbers on the front no name over it two red stripes down the leg uh, the white pants, a hog on the hip, hogs on the shoulder pads. And I'll say the hogs on the shoulder pads seem to be one thing that most fans can agree with. Let's get the hogs back on the shoulder pads. So um, that's where they are right now. Uh, or excuse me, that's where they were when they first came to the league. And this one kind of alternate. This is also before when Arkansas was in the Southwest Conference. So this is, I think, most people nowadays think of this as your traditional Razorback uniform. So, um, yeah, this is 92-99 off and on, again, since they joined the SEC and beyond that. Uh, but this came into play in 1994. This was the first really hideous Arkansas uniform. This was when they decided to add these, three, these two huge hogs that are three times the size of the helmet hog on the top of the shoulder pads. These are the Apex jerseys. They've got a little on – the, on, the, on the home red jersey, they've got like the white – little bar going across the chest and they've got the rebot things on the side these are these are rough there's no other way to describe this these are universally disliked and almost liked because they were so bad okay so those were 94 and then you come back to this type of look which we have atwater here um and and the more again what i think most fans that are alive today think of is more of a traditional Razorback uniform. All right, then Matt Jones comes along, and you have this Nike uniform with a black outline. Okay, so it's a, a clean look, hogs on the shoulders, a big fat stripe down the side of the leg, and a black outline around the numbers. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's like, oh my gosh, they've got a black, they've got black in the uniform. If it's an accent like that, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily bad. These weren't a bad uniform, and then uh, they wore, so they wore these in 01 and 02, and then 03, 04. They signed with Adidas, and Adidas basically broke out the same uniform. I think they had a weird reverse dagger up the side of the leg, maybe one of those years. I know they did against Texas when they unveiled them against Texas that year when Matt Jones went off, but um, this is not a bad look. The, the Adidas logo at the top of the, the number replaces the Nike on the side, so um, not a bad look. All right, this is when – this is a first real alteration – which a lot of people think of as a classic look. And this is a great look. And one of the reasons is because this is known as the Darren McFadden era jersey. Okay, I've got a picture of Felix Jones up here. But this is the McFadden era jersey. First time they put Arkansas across the chest. It's a clean look. Arkansas had a lot of success in this uniform. And, in fact, I don't think people would be too upset if this was some kind of look like this came back for Arkansas, even though – I think most people consider the one without Arkansas on the chest more the traditional look, but people love this uniform. People love this uniform. So the 05-07 McFadden era jersey, okay, it had um, two stripes down the leg also, Arkansas across the chest, no outline with the numbering, big, bold numbering. Um, this was a good look. This was a good look for Arkansas. All right, 08-09, this is when Petrino came in. This is when the Tusks 
thing started coming about, okay? They had this tusk up the side. Mississippi State had the same look. It wasn't anything special. They had this tusk down the side of the jersey and that went down and connected with the leg. It looked, it just looked kind of strange. And they wore this from 08 to 09. Just not, not a good look. And this is, this is, again, after the apex one, this was when things kind of got out of hand a little bit, okay? So this is the 08-09 Tusk jersey, all right? In 10 and 11, now this uniform isn't bad here. The away uniform, this is the Nile Davis time when Nile went off in, in 2010. It had kind of like the, I don't know, I kind of thought of them as like military things over the shoulder pads. This is the away jersey. So the away jersey was white and it had red on top of the shoulder pads. This was not a bad look because they did have a lot of success. I actually like the away look, even though this is not a very traditional looking Arkansas uniform. I actually like the away look better than the home look. Okay. Um, and the home, this is also the ones that had the little sweat pouch. There's like everybody's belly would like fill up with sweat because of the way the uniforms were designed. But here's Brandon Allen in number 13, actually. Uh, bet you don't remember that. But had a lot of black accent on it, probably a little bit too much black accent, Arkansas across the chest, and uh, the tush things coming up the side. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's that look. 2012 and 13, the buzzsaw on the shoulders. For some reason, Arkansas went with these buzzsaws on the shoulder, and they also had the faded jerseys. I remember there were times like – there was a time when Nile Davis, I think, had his first big run. I believe it was against Kentucky. And I just remember thinking, man, I can't tell if that's Nile – that's uh, – I think I said Nile Davis. I can't tell if it's Jonathan Williams or, or who it is. But it was Jonathan Williams had his first long run uh, in this uniform right here. It was actually in – I think it might have been an anthracite in this one. This might have been the first anthracite era. So that's 2012 through 2013 jersey. Not my favorite, just a little bit too much going on. I think it's just, just – they also brought out those white helmets with the terrible faded – the fake shadow in the back. Just not a good look. Um, now, these weren't bad. These are the 2014-17 Nike gig uniforms. Okay, this – the only problem with this, I think, for a lot of people is you associate it in a lot of ways with the worst stretch of football that Arkansas has had uh, in the last, you know – well, maybe maybe forever. This last seven years has been pretty bad. So, But this isn't a bad-looking uniform. I mean, I'm not just a huge fan of the font. I think it looks a little bit Arizona Diamondbacks, but it had Razorbacks across the chest of the home jerseys, Arkansas across the chest of the away jersey. It's got the tusk things on the side, which I, I think some people like that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just not a big fan, and they did remove one of those tusks with this, um, the newest version. But um, it's a pretty clean look. When you consider Arkansas's uniforms over the last several years, it's a pretty clean look. And by the way, I want to say that Arkansas equipment guys and the people selecting uniforms do a really great job with this kind of stuff. I mean, um, I don't think people realize how much goes into planning all this stuff. So these are 14 through 17. And then, of course, we got in 2018, uh, they changed a bunch. Of, well, they didn't change a bunch. They just changed the, um, the one of the tusks and the helmet uh, color. Now, also – when this hel when this first came out, this one right here, when it f first came out, where are we? Uh, where we go? All right. When this first came out, they actually darkened the the red a little bit. It's like Pantone. I can't even remember the Pantone or whatever it is, but they darkened the red. They added the forward facing logo and Razorbacks across the chest. So that's that's where things are. Um, 
well, they, they altered a couple things right in there. So um, let me know what you think about the uniforms. Is this something that you, like, care about? Um, I mean, I, I think it, it, it's important to look sharp. I think it's important for the recruits. I think it's important to have something that's identifiable uh, to the fans. I've always said, you know, the integrity of the game, the, the players, the fans, those are the three most important things when it comes to college football. Um, so the reason I bring all that stuff up is because Arkansas is going to be redoing the uniforms at some point. They have redone the uniforms every two years since 1992. They, re- they at least changed something. I mean, even with the Matt Jones Nike to Adidas, you know, that were there for four years, they at least changed uh, the company that they were with. So the fact that they've been with these uniforms, this general look since 2014 is an extremely long time. So, um, yeah, what we hear is there going to be some kind of change. I would expect something within the next month. It doesn't mean that's going to happen, but that's kind of the time frame I'm thinking. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in Danny West. We've got a few things we want to talk about with Razorback recruiting. Before we continue on, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, Trey Biddy with hogsports.com back with you now. Let me bring him up on the horn. What's up? What's up, Danny West? How you doing, man? How's it going? I'm doing great. Good. You're on with Hog Sports Live. We just got done uh, talking about Arkansas's uniforms over the past. It's kind of breaking down the last 26 years of Arkansas uniforms. And, um, you know, I was just saying, I don't think people realize what all goes into redesign. I mean, all the people you're trying to to please and stuff. And, you know, those guys in um, Razorback equipment and, and guys designing the uniforms and stuff do a, do a great job with that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I, I think people may not realize that, you know, a lot of times it's out of their hands. It's mm-hmm. out of the coach's hands. Even if you've got a brand-new head coach, shoot, I mean, you, you hire a guy in, what, December? Yeah. You're not getting new uniforms the following August. I mean, these things are kind of like schedules, yes. you know? And you've got you've to get them so far out in advance that, I mean, this past year, I think the most they could do was remove that little front tusk, which yeah. I thought ended up looking good. Yeah. Matter of fact, I would argue, uh, you know, staying on the topic of uniforms, if you get rid of the little forward-facing hog right there in your chest, mm. get rid of that, replace the two uh, tusk-looking things on the sleeve with a running razorback, I'm yeah. completely 
fine with the current uniform. I feel as like it is. I but, feel like that would be a modern spin on a on a on a kind of a classic look in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I don't I don't think these last uniform that Arkansas have had, especially when you consider you know the the last two uniforms that they had before this, or the last three, I should say. Uh, I, th- I think this has been the best-looking uniform they had. The problem is I think yeah. a lot of people associate it with Brett Bielema, with Jeff and that's Long, just it. and with Lindsay. And I mean, there's there's a reason people love that McFadden uniform. Mm-hmm. They won 10 games. You know, the yes. uh, the 2011 uniforms I thought were pretty good. Um, I thought you hit on something. I was watching the show before you called. But uh, that 2010 Nile Davis away uniform yeah. with red red shoulders, I was always a big fan of that. And I think we yeah. forget the 2009 team, in addition to the tusk coming up the stomach, also had the big blocks underneath the armpits there. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Mallet wore that. So mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty good look. Yeah, I didn't think that was a in, – in the whole scheme of the latest uniforms, I didn't think that was a bad look. I did like the, um, the Nile Davis. For some reason, I always think of Nile Davis running with those shoulder pads on. I, yeah. I think that's just because South that's Carolina what, game. Yeah, he went off on them. Yeah, I th- and I think this was a Georgia game also. So really, like the yeah. first, not Respect. I don't want to say big win, but the game that I was thinking, I was like, this is an average Georgia team, okay, mm-hmm. and they're going on the road, and this is has the ability to be a really good Arkansas team. They need to win this game, and and they did it in these jerseys here. So um, I think that's, that's right. one reason those those kind of stand out to me, but. Um, I'm anxious to see what yeah. they come out with. I really am because, um, I mean, I, I assume that they're going to change direction. I can tell, buddy. You're, you're fired up about some uniform talk right I, now. I like uniforms. <laughs> I do. I always have. I do, too. I'm a fan. I always have. I mean, I, I mean, you just think about when you're a kid and what you identify with Razorback football. It's kind of like when you're eating food and you're like, man, this takes me back to my childhood, you know. And I think that's yeah. kind of what's important for fans. And, you know, like I was saying, it's it's important for players and recruiting and all that stuff, too. But let's not just act like it's, it's not important to fans because it is. So, sure. Danny, let's um, let's see what we got here. Um, kind of a crap week for Arkansas as far as recruiting goes. Um, let's, yeah, let's, that was rough. Let's start with uh, Zevion Capers decommitting from Arkansas. That was um, that was a. I mean, you kind of you kind of felt it coming. Are they out of oh, it? Yeah. Does that mean they're they're just out of it? It would it would really surprise me if Arkansas is still. Uh, legit contender at this point Mm -hmm. yeah you could see that one coming I mean man he keeps taking all these visits and telling all these different reporters you know uh, yeah South Carolina Tennessee Auburn Mm -hmm. they're one of my top schools but I'm still committed to Arkansas and have a great relationship with coach step but yeah Auburn's a new favorite of mine I mean come on man at some point you got to draw the line and I mean you could totally see that coming I would argue you know that it's if it's going to happen at any position, might as well be wide receiver. You yeah. know Coach Steph is going to do a really good job. He's already got two other guys on board, and I think they're in really, really good shape with Colin Sullivan. Now, he's not a four-star, you know, and a lot of people get caught up with that. Is you know, uh, are you taking a downgrade here? But mm-hmm. Colin Sullivan is really good. Alex Adams is fantastic. I think he's an athletic freak kid out of Mississippi. Uh, and there's a couple other guys. So, you know, they just offered a new one this past week. I thought it was interesting timing the night before Xavion officially announced his uh, his decommitment. Mm-hmm. Arkansas goes out and offers a new 2020 wide receiver. So, yeah, they they knew that was coming. No yeah. big surprise. But I, I guarantee you they'll be okay at that spot. Now, if you're sitting here talking about a Tykeus Crawford and losing that one, 
that's going to sting you quite a bit more. Yeah, but, you I know, agree. I agree anyways. with that, Danny. Um, so I just want to say one more time here. There's several ways to listen, several ways to watch. Facebook Live, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, you can obviously throw us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to have a review from you. Throw us thumbs up if you're listening right now and you hadn't done so already on Facebook Live or YouTube. Like, share, comment, follow, and hit that notification bell so you can get some notifications Know when we're putting up these next videos. You can listen to Danny West, or excuse me, you can read Danny West on hogsports.com. That's H-A-W-G sports.com. Right now, it's just $1 for your first month at hogsports.com. Or you can sign up for a year, take 30% off, and uh, get a seven-day free trial. So basically nothing to lose with signing up with Hog Sports. And if you ever have any questions on that, just ask on Twitter, what do you think on Hog Sports? Hey, Hog Sports members, what do you think about – uh, the job that we do over there, because I don't think a lot of people realize, Danny, some of the content that we provide there. So Arkansas losing Zevion Capers. And as I've said before, you pass a lot of big-time schools on your way from Alpharetta, Georgia, to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's what, it, it takes a different kind of kid to, to do that. So um, they'll be fine at wide receiver. That's why Texas recruiting is so <laughs> important. <laughs> Uh, because right. it, it is so close. So uh, the other bad news was Isaiah Moss, Iowa transfer, uh, drops out of his Arkansas commitment. What uh, what went on there, Danny? Well, if I had to speculate, and I don't know this for a fact, but I, I think it may have had something to do with the idea that maybe Isaiah wasn't exactly sure when he was going to be completed at, mm-hmm. at, or graduated officially from, from Iowa. And, you know, if you're, if you're Musselman – and if that speculation is true, and I'm right about that, if there is something to that, if you're Eric Musselman, you can't sit around and wait. You know, he's mm-hmm. trying to put pieces together, and, uh, I mean, he's he needs guys that he can count on at this point. So, now, again, I don't have that confirmed, but, uh, you know, just with some of the talk a couple of weeks ago about, well, he's not sure how long it's going to take, you kind of gotta you gotta make some moves here now. Personally, you know how I felt about that one when he committed. I said, "Now you're a real contender yes. for the tournament." I, I mean, I was sold on this guy. So, in my opinion, that's a gigantic loss. I, I felt like he was a guy that you really could have counted on this oh, yeah. year. But I'm a big fan of that commitment too. I but agree. if you replace him with uh, Kerry Blackshear from Virginia Tech, you know, largely considered the top graduate transfer in the country now if you can pull that one off you're right back in the same conversation in my opinion now the the bad news is trey uh, blackshear has already visited florida mm-hmm. before he came in here and visited now he's going to visit tennessee and yeah. kentucky so yeah i mean it's going to be tough but i'm starting to believe in this must guy man he, <laughs> he he surprised me a few times so yeah i agree with you and and on that Tennessee visit right now, that is an uncon. There's no date that's been set on that's that right. or confirmed. I should say there may be a date that's not hadn't been confirmed. So. I think he's trying to do both of those this week, from what I was reading. Okay, so for those wondering about Kerry Blackshear, six ten, two hundred fifty pounds. Arkansas has gotten some nice additions. They haven't gotten a guy like this yet who can come in next year, especially Connor Vanover is not eligible next year uh, with the waiver process. But uh, this guy averaged almost 15 points a game, almost eight rebounds a game last season for Virginia Tech, who went to the Sweet 16 and 54.5% on his field goal attempts, even 33.3% from three-point range, which makes you a viable three-point threat. That's pretty good. And uh, 73.6% uh, from the foul line. If they get Kerry Blackshear, they're going to the NCAA tournament next year. I'll go ahead and, yeah. I'll go ahead and say that for you. 
Um, I'll ride with you on that one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I don't know if I'm stepping out on too far. Yeah, you're going like way that. out there with that one. Yeah. Best player in the country, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would be a nice addition, Kerry Blackshear. Uh, and we mentioned he's going to visit Kentucky and the Vols also. Um, you released a Monday recruiting notebook today, Danny. Anything you uh, you want to hit on real quick? I know this is a VIP well, article, was, so we don't want to give away the horse, but uh, anything you sure. can hit on. Just kind of regurgitating what a lot of people have already seen us write about in the last few days. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty jam-packed week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as the camp today, they started their overnight camp. Uh, matter of fact, it's still a few hours away from – registration beginning but got an overnight camp the next two days not expecting a lot of big names there mm-hmm. you know we found out yesterday that arkansas coaches have actually um uh, you know kind of scheduled some of their bigger guys to come in on friday and saturday yes. this week so that's that's really when we're going to see a lot of their uh, top targets coming in here of course you've got some official visitors coming in that everybody's aware of blaine toll a big kid out of Hazen, four-star guy, John Gentry, running back out of Houston, North Shore. And then, of course, uh, Mason Mangum out of Austin, Westlake, uh, wide receiver who's already committed to him. You've got some notable unofficials coming in that, uh, you know, people can read about on the site there. And uh, we know Chandler Morris will be back in this weekend. And as we've talked about, man, it's, it's we're in summertime now, so – would expect him to make a decision soon. I'm not uh, insinuating that's going to be this weekend, but then again, you never know. So, uh, yeah, read all about it in the Monday Recruiting Notebook. All right, Danny. I guess we'll let you go, man. I appreciate it. Hey, baseball ideas, Trey? What's going to happen today, bud? I'm not uh, feeling great about it. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't say I get the feeling like I did after the game two of the, uh, of the uh, championship series last year, but – I don't feel no, bad about no, it's it. It's not over like that. You're just nervous is what you are. Well, here's the thing. Ole Miss, is, they've proven it. They're not afraid of Arkansas. You can load up that hog pen. They're not one bit intimidated. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, no matter who wins today, hats off to them. They're really tough. Yeah, no, they are. All right, Danny, appreciate you joining us, man. All right, brother. All right. We'll see you. So that's Danny West with hogsports.com. Danny has been with us for like a decade now and uh, does a tremendous job uh, covering recruiting. If you haven't ever followed any of Danny's recruiting stuff, he does most of our VIP content over there. So go in there, check it out. Check out the uh, the seven-day free trial of the year or sign up for the first month for just $1. All right, we're going to bring in Pete Roulier now. All right, so Pete Roulier joining us with hogsports.com. He does most of our baseball um, coverage and also chips in with football, basketball, recruiting as well. Pete, how you doing today? I'm doing all right. Like, uh, I just was listening to you guys and Danny, and uh, like you said, this one's got a lot of Hog fans nervous, and you kind of were relaying the sentiment as well that uh, Ole Miss isn't scared, so this is going to be a very fun, uh, close game today. I agree with you. We don't want to talk too much about the game today because a lot of people will be listening to it after it's over because we have so many mm-hmm. listens throughout the week. But um, it's it's a big one, obviously. It's a chance to go to Omaha, and I think it's got a lot of people nervous. I want to go over a recruiting calendar real quick. Um, didn't do that with Danny, but in basketball mm-hmm. this week right now, you've got – what is today? The 10th? Is that right? Today is the 10th. So the 10th. So you've got – these next three days are the quiet period, which means – 
coaches, recruits can visit coaches in basketball on campus, but coaches can't visit them off campus. And then we've got two days on the 13th and 14th for an evaluation period, which means coaches can go out and watch prospects, uh, but they can't really communicate with them other than just say, hey, how's it going, that kind of thing. So that's where we are right now with basketball, and it's kind of similar next week also. In football, right, uh, right now we are also in a quiet period. Again, that means players can visit coaches. You have camps and things like that going on. So it's a quiet period, June 1 through July 31, except there's a dead period for a month, <laughs> June 24th to ju- through July 24th. So right now it's a quiet period. It's time for camps and stuff like that. Coaches can't go out and see players, but coaches can't, or players can come in and see them. And you had a little breakdown um, uh, about some upcoming dates here, Pete. Uh, you got the specialist camp, Big Cat Mega Camp. Um, things like that. Um, with bas- with baseball, excuse me, with baseball, what could we expect, I guess, if Arkansas were to win today and were to move on? So the winner of this game today between Ole Miss and um, Arkansas would take on Florida State in the first game of um, Omaha. Mm-hmm. And Florida State's a team that's been surging, absolutely uh, just on fire, one of those teams that really kind of made their run late. Um, in terms of the side of the bracket for Omaha, you really love the way things lined up because uh, Arkansas is on the side with the one seed where there's UCLA, and UCLA got knocked off in the LA regional. So there's the one seed gone. So uh, if, if you get to Omaha, whoever gets to Omaha, like uh, Danny said, hats off to whoever gets to Omaha. Uh, they got a pretty – I think they might be the favorite in that bracket. So that's it's lining up pretty good for them and then of course Vanderbilt's scary right now on the other side of that bracket that's a uh, that's a that's a scary situation especially with Kubar Rocker just now mm-hmm. throwing that no hitter but uh yeah so that's all going to start next Saturday though and mm-hmm. then um carry on throughout that week Pete Rouillet joining us with hogsports.com again you can listen to you can read Pete's stuff on hogsports.com hawgsports.com our main baseball guy so real quick how do you think things are going to play out today so there's two freshman pitchers and two guys that are going to be that have kind of been off and on all season long. So when, how that goes, nobody really knows, especially this time of year. But Ole Miss is going to go with Gunnar Hogan to start things off. And he's got a, uh, let's see, I think it's a 4.64 ERA. Then Wicklinger has got a 4.2 ERA or something like that. Very, very similar numbers and about the same number of starts. So in terms of starting pitchers, it, it's just a matter of if those freshmen are on today. But what Coach Van Horn said is he likes where everyone's at with pitching because both games were blowouts either way. So it's not like Arkansas had to go use their best best reliever, Scroggins, Kossi, Shocker, Cronin in that first game. And then in the second game, Ole Miss was up early, so they didn't have to use their best guy in uh, Austin Miller. So both bullpens are feeling good, and uh, both teams like where they're at. It's just a matter of who's going to make that error, and is Casey Martin going to be able to throw it straight to Trevor Ezell instead of 10 feet over his head. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if that if that happens, I mean, this is going to be the game where it's going to cost him, I feel like. So it's going to be a really close game. And um, Danny said it best. I, you can't really say he was going to win this one. It's just yeah. so, so close. And Ole Miss is not scared. You like having that bomb advantage, but it feels like it doesn't matter against them this season. Yeah. Should be a pretty, pretty wild one today. So, Pete, how old are you? We're going to change gears on you real quick. How old are you? Oh, no. Okay, yeah, I'm 23. 23. So, Pete graduated from the University of Arkansas with a degree in journalism in December this past December. So, um, he's a, he's the, the new guy at hogsports.com doing a great job. But the reason I ask you that mm-hmm. is 
we've had a lot of discussion about Razorback uniforms and right. being 23, I don't know that you have the same idea in your mind of what the classic Arkansas uniform is as I do. What is your idea of classic Arkansas uniform and what do you think about them right now? That's a pretty open-ended question. I think yes. that, uh, I think that I got your room to work there. <laughs> our hog, um, growing up in Arkansas, our idea of the classic would be the Derek McFadden jersey, just like mm-hmm. everyone's mentioned. Yeah, just the white. It's the Adidas one, right? Yes. And then just the big number five that you could buy, or the number nine Matt Jones one. You know that kind of simple, simple um, red and white. Nothing, nothing too out of character Mm -hmm. but i was also looking on here at uh, the hog sports live comments forget who said it it was uh somebody said something about oregon but that's kind of been what our generations noticed there's a bunch of kids from arkansas that are oregon fans because they got all these cool uniforms i think that's something that really now oregon used to have just the worst i mean you go back and look at some real old oregon stuff they were terrible but i think oregon's thing now their traditional thing is changing up their uniforms Mm -hmm. I think that has kind of become, you know, what Oregon is about. So, uh, so the, the the McFadden era Arkansas uniforms. I think a lot of people love those uniforms, and one reason they were so successful in them. But uh, that was really the first time that Arkansas put Arkansas across the chest of the uniform, and that was always kind of viewed more, at least at that time, more of a Big Twelve type of thing. Not really a bunch of school teams in the SEC were doing that. But if you look in the NFL now, I mean, those are all very identifiable franchises and mm-hmm. most of those uh put at least some small text above the uniform now and uh, that's i guess maybe happened more since they switched over to nike from reebok uh is doing the official uniforms for them so um yeah i think that looks sharp the uh little text over the the numbers yeah i think i think it looks fine i don't have a problem with it um and i think the main thing that people i think no matter what i think the thing that most people would get on board with are if you put the the hogs back on the shoulders and you don't mess with the helmet you keep the razorback logo on the helmet obviously i don't think they'll ever mess with that uh but you put the hogs on the shoulders and you do the double stripes down the side of the leg and uh, a hog on the, on the front left of the hip. And I think most people identify with that kind of thing as being traditional Razorback. And the rest of the stuff is, you know, it's, it's a little all over the place. So, Well, what I'll say about that is nothing specific. But um, I think we mentioned this a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe about Musselman. But mm. just how Morris and Juracek, I really think, have a pulse on what's cool now with mm-hmm. these kids. Morris has proven that time and time again with his social media savvy. Mm-hmm and everything that he's got going on. He's got that's a, a, that's, that's a great point. That's a great point, Pete, that you make, because so far everything that these guys have done, is when you talk about Musselman and especially Morris, who's been here longer, there's not much you can say. It's like, man, hmm, I don't know about that. I mean, because you look at the graphics that they put out, all of that stuff is is just tremendous. I mean, there's, there's no question about it. And um, like we were saying, I don't think most people realize the uniforms that they wore last year were actually not approved by Chad Morris. They were approved by Brett Bielema. They came out in December, which means the, the uniforms that they have coming out right now are have been decided for probably six months or so. Yeah, that's that's good news to hear. And like you mentioned earlier, um, you called me the young guy. I'm 23. Yeah, well, you're the young I, guy. I do, remember, <laughs> I do remember being 17, 18, not mm-hmm. too long ago, and I knew it was cool and I still feel like I, I know what's cool in a, in a way, and they are killing it. I mean, especially – I think we talked about this, the the graphic with the uh, – when NCAA football was just 
the talk about it coming back was getting going and they put that that mm-hmm. graphic out it looks super clean and i think they might have been i know a couple other uh, universities did that but they're they're in the forefront of all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so i expect it to be something new and chic and something that 18 17 girls will like right yeah so you're 23 you know i was 23 when i got into this business back in hey. man 2003 or something like that you know, there's a. Did you ever ever had a chance to listen to that podcast? You probably haven't. You've been so busy with baseball, but that there's a, Clay Travis did a podcast with Shannon Terry, who's founder of Rivals and Twenty Four Seven Sports, who sold both of those companies for a hundred million dollars. Um, but it's really interesting. To listen and and really, I think in a lot of ways describes like my path that I took through through this business. Mm-hmm. With, um, you know, being hired, what they were looking for in publishers and in training publishers. And Shannon actually hired me twice hired me at rivals hired me at 24 seven but i think it also tells a lot of the reasons that we came over to 24 seven um to be with right. a, you know an innovator like shannon terry but for anybody who hasn't listened to that is a great listen just kind of on the history of recruiting services um and how that started and then you know the the fractures with you know scout and, and all that stuff throughout the throughout the eras um but you should listen to that pete and tell you a lot about oh. me <laughs> yeah well a little inside the biz i think just being at 24 seven, mm-hmm. um, starting at 23, like you said, like I said, a little inside the biz here, but just the way that 24 seven works for a new journalist getting in this business, it makes it a lot easier for me to transition from mm-hmm. doing TV on, <laughs> on UATV, the university network to coming in and doing something like this. So it's, it's been great. Just the interface is so easy to use. And I encourage anybody that hasn't signed up or subscribed to do that now because yeah. the stuff that you're getting right there is it's insider information. Some of the, the best stuff that Shannon said, you know, there's no substitute for talent, but there's no, if you have talent, it doesn't matter. There's no substitute for grinding in this business. And a lot of people think that there's not any really great journalism, sports journalism jobs out there. And that is absolutely incorrect. If you're willing to, to really put forth the effort and, and establish yourself, then, then there are great jobs out here and, and, um, these are these are one of the few, I guess. So us uh, us twenty three year olds call it hashtag Team No Sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or something like that. <laughs> exactly. You got to have a weird sleeping pattern. All right, Pete. I know you got some stuff to get to. But I want to thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, any last words of wisdom? Yeah, thanks for having me on. And check out Facebook Live here in a little bit. I'm going to be at the pregame doing a yep. Facebook Live. If you guys are listening live, so check that out. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Pete. All right, that's Pete Roulier with hogsports.com. So as he was mentioning before the the game, um, first pitch and everything, uh, Pete will be out there close to field level doing uh, a Q&A, answering some of your questions. So if you want to get back on Facebook Live, you'll be able to, to watch his stuff, you know, probably like I would say 20, 30 minutes before uh, the game starts. Again, I want to remind you, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher are ways to listen. Throw us that review, five stars and a review. Facebook Live, YouTube, ways to watch. Uh, throw us a thumbs up on both of those platforms or a heart or anything. If you don't like what we're doing, then don't throw us a review. But uh, if you do, we'd love to have you uh, help us extend that message. So um, let's get to a few comments here. We've got about four minutes left. I want to get to, the, to these comments. Austin Pageant says, I guess I'm old school. I'm a little old school, too. I don't mind a modern twist, though. I think they're going to do a great job with these uniforms. I'm, I'm, I really have high hopes just based on some of the stuff that they just seem to get when it comes to the other graphics and stuff they, that they put out. Um, where do you see our football record being this year? Bowl game is so which one. So not Shreveport. 
not Shreveport. They, they've removed the Shreveport game. But, you know, it could be something like Birmingham. I mean, it, it really could. I think Texas wouldn't be bad. It's been a while since Arkansas went to the Texas Bowl. You know they show up to Houston. That was definitely a fun weekend in 2014. But uh, first, I think they got to get past Ole Miss. That is such a big game when you consider – what it could mean for recruiting, because I think recruits look are starting to look at that two and ten record. And as Jeff Trailer said not long ago, when we had an interview with him, um, he's anxious to see what they'll do with a winning record. So if you can get that week two game in Oxford, they almost beat them last year. I think that'd be huge because you're not guaranteeing five wins, but you're almost guaranteeing five wins. And then uh, you know you just got to sneak out one somewhere else. Uh, Gloria Brown says she hated those '94 uniforms. Everybody hated those '94 uniforms, Gloria. I don't know what they were thinking, but those Apex were, man, they were rough. Uh, Michael Allen Russell says, "How do you see our baseball team doing this afternoon?" I think we covered that, Michael Allen. Uh, Shane says winning. <laughs> That's a good answer. Parker Hilliard says six and six Texas ball. I could see that. Absolutely. I'm somewhere teetering around five, six wins. We'll see how things go in, in fall camp, especially with the quarterback. Uniforms don't play. Garen Polston says just leave the hog on the helmet alone. I think everybody agrees with that one. Uh, Gregory Curl says, but uniforms recruit. They absolutely do. I mean, you look at when recruits come to town, they have basically a professional photo shoot for these recruits. I mean, it's not like it used to be where they just take your picture. I mean, they have a big deal going on where they're posing like they're showing off new uniforms, basically. So recruits care about the uniforms, no question. As I said before, you look down at your driver when you're playing golf, you don't like the way it looks, you're probably not going to hit it well either. So I think there's something to be said for that. I would also say you probably could tell the people who don't care about uniforms by the way they dress. <laughs> you could probably tell they don't care about their appearance either. Uh, Justin Foster says, I like to change the uniform right now. Let's move on from the Bielema long look. That's the thing. Those last uniforms are not that bad. They're not that bad. They're actually pretty good, but associated with seven years of, of a struggle, I think. So let's get a change. New era, new AD, new head coach. Drew Wolverton says, is there some news on the official announcement or is it just a lead up to a potential now? It's just a lead up. You know, I, I just kind of look up at, at dates and actually had an alert set off of my phone. Hey, this might be a good time to look at uniforms, basically, is why. And, and the reason is because um, the t- 2012 bus all uniforms were, 2000, were uh, June 10th of that year. And then um, this last revision in 2018 was July 13th. So I'm thinking maybe some. this is kind of when you start seeing uniform stuff popping out. So I'm uh, just kind of getting ahead of it. No more tusks, please. Give me the salivating hog. I agree on the no more tusks. I don't know about the salivating hog unless you're talking about the uh, the slobbering hog with the uh, the basketball court. You know, I wouldn't be terribly opposed to seeing that come back. I could go. I could take that either way. I mean, I could. I get the aspect that it's too cartoony for nowadays, but. Um, I wouldn't be terribly opposed to the slobbering hog. Austin Gibson says, I only care if the recruits like them. I think a lot of people have that stance, Austin. And, um, yeah, I mean, you you definitely want them to look good, though, Austin. I mean, there's no question you, you want them to look good and the recruits like them. You know, whether that – you know, what kind of balance that is, I don't know. Uh, Phil K. Johnson Sr. says, let's – the players ready. The uniforms ain't going to win games. I would disagree. I disagree. I think uniforms play a role in how much you like them. Uh, I hope to see something with the pants. I think the pants probably go – I say double stripe on the pants. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, like, the tush thing on the pants. Uh, Frankie Julian says, when are they releasing the unis? I, I think I covered that. That's just my educated guess. 
you know, it could be up right up until game time. Take a look at what Oregon does. They can recruit like crazy. and have, Oregon has the advantage of having Nike there to do that and, and be invested in that kind of stuff. So, But, yeah, I mean, Oregon sets the trend. I mean, there's no question about it. Chris Craven says, Gregory Curl, bingo. Frankie Julian says, let's go Diamond Hogs. Michael Allen Russell says, where do you see us going in basketball this year? I mean, if they were to get Kerry Blackshear, then I think they're going to the NCAA tournament. I think they had a good shot with Moss on board, but, you know, I guess a lot of people thought that that, you know, the academics was still maybe too much in question. Again, that's not something I know officially, but that seems to be what a lot of people are talking about. But they get uh, Blackshear, then they're going to the NCAA tournament next year. They've done about as good a job when you think, consider hiring coaches and bringing in players as you could expect. Now, obviously, the Moss thing would be great if that worked out, but it just doesn't look like it's going to. Justin Williams says, with or without Blackshear, Arkansas is going da- dancing next year. It's possible. I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, there were so many close games. I mean, if they can get over the hump in some of those last year, they probably wouldn't dance in last year. And we're, you know, still with Mike Anderson. Um, let's see. Don says, who's pitching today? It's going to be Wicklander. Uh, Gregory Qualls says, hey, coach. Got to love the support Musselman gives other hog sports. Oh, that's Greg Qualls. Got to give it – yeah, I agree. And, and and the communication is important between coaching staffs also. I'm in Alabama rooting. Oh, yeah, I grew up in BBA. BB loving the hogs. All right, Glenn. All right, everybody, I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the uniform discussion today, and we were able to provide a little bit of insight in Arkansas – recruiting and where things kind of went last year with, um, you know, some decommitments and some more unfortunate things like that. Again, one time reminding you, like, share, subscribe, give us that thumbs up right now, Uh, comment. All that stuff helps push whatever algorithm is out there. It helps push it out there if you comment or throw us thumbs up or any kind of reaction like that. So do so. Uh, If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us five stars and a review. We'd love to have that. So we'll join you guys again Thursday. Again, we're going to try to start doing these Mondays and Thursdays. We'll see you again Thursday. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time.